Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today, our guest is Darren Kasanovich, Assistant Professor in the UA's Department of Cellular and Molecular Medicine. Darren studies genetic and environmental underpinnings of complex human diseases, such as asthma. Welcome, Darren. Thank you so much for having me. So you're interested in how our genes program all the cellular diversity in our bodies. Exactly. The sort of most fundamental thing I find fascinating is, is the fact that every cell in our body has the same instruction manual, and yet there's something like five to 10 trillion different cells performing different functions across our body. And so trying to figure out all the regulatory logic that, that decides what cells should turn what genes on in what place is, is uh, a hard problem, but a really, a really interesting one and a fun one to sort of bang my head against. So even just starting with the normal state, you have the ability to study the details of development of single cells. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, that's been a burgeoning field in genomics in the last, say, 10 years or so. We've been able to study how genes are expressed, what um, regulatory elements are important in the cells, how the genome folds up to fit in such a compact space. We've been able to study that for many years now, but in the last five to 10 years, different groups, and you know, I've worked some on that, have figured out different molecular tricks to be able to register what information is coming from each cell in a, in a tube. And so by doing that, we can see what each individual cell, at least sparsely, is doing in, in that tube. And we can sort of build maps of what are the most common patterns of how cells are arranged, either express their genes or have their regulatory genome sort of set up to, to be ready to express genes in a certain way. And so we can learn from very complex tissues, as I said, like the lung that might have 20, 25 different cell types all or doing things at the same time, we can sort of allow the data to tell us what the different cell types are doing, even though we're collecting information on a whole complex tissue all at once. And so we can use that to learn how cells sort of respond to different stimuli or how they develop from early states to more differentiated states and how they interact and, and communicate with each other. And you start by looking at how cells develop normally, and then you can look for what's different in cases where asthma develops. There are a lot of levels of abstraction. I think just understanding the normal course of development uh, of cells is really not that well worked out in a lot of systems because it's difficult to get the appropriate tissues at the appropriate times from humans, right? And so we're, we're very interested in non-invasive or less invasive methods of getting samples from patients in, in very precious time points in their life and trying to understand these processes. We're very interested in, in how genetic variation that's just in the population, everybody is a little bit genetically different from each other. How does that influence how all these processes unfold? And then ultimately in, in a disease state, what are the genetic environmental components that push someone into that disease state? And how do you distinguish between what's the genetic and what's the environmental influence. <laughs> That's not an easy thing to do. You know, there's a whole huge field um, of complex diseases trying to figure out those things and what's heritable and what's not and what we can ascribe to, to the environment. Generally speaking, if, if we see genetic variation that's associated with a given trait statistically significantly, we, we think that that might be the simplest answer, right? If we compile all of the regions in people's genomes that are associated with something like asthma, 
at best we can explain something like 50% of the incidence of the disease, right? So we know that we're capturing some of it by genetics and, and we assume that that's um, rigorous and linked, but the other half of it, we just don't have a plausible explanation for. And so that's where people start looking at what environmental cues might be correlated with the disease outcome too. Are the findings that you and your colleagues are making leading to changes in the way we raise our children today? Certainly the insights that are being gleaned by the asthma center here uh, are having direct impacts on how diseases are treated all the way from food allergies to asthma or to COPD, the sorts of environmental exposures that one might want to be on the lookout for. And, and my group's hope is to be able to bring our molecular tools to bear on the same systems that are already being studied so that we can have a deeper insight into what genes are involved and how they're involved. Darren, thanks very much for this really intriguing overview of your research. Darren Kosanovich is a faculty member in the University of Arizona's Department of Cellular and Molecular Medicine who studies cellular and genetic mechanisms that control how our bodies develop. You can hear this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.